the tips podcast where we're running it back for the 17th and edition of the weekly podcast this week a nice change AC a bit of match play golf to to kind of wet your lips for for the Ryder Cup that's coming up and as I introduce you did you enjoy the match play this week I did it's a very good change up uh, compared to the run-of-the-mill tour event, uh, I think everyone would agree there probably could be some tinkering to the way it's kind of formatted. But apart from that, it was good. It was a good weekend watching, particularly when the Wars got up. Uh, always makes the start of the week extra special. Bit of a spring in the step. Yeah, you were, you were up on the ground at Mount Smart this week. How was it? It was great. I love it there. It's just such a good vibe. Everyone's got a Warriors jersey on of some description. There's plenty out there. Uh, it's it's just a great place to be. Yeah, it is it is one of the best sport-watching venues in the country. God, I, I love getting behind the sticks at Mount Smart. It's, it's so much fun. Yep, South Stands where it's at, I reckon. Just park up there. Yeah. They didn't have line reads the, uh, though, which was disappointing. Oh, that is that is disappointing. <laughs> did you did you manage to get out and hit any balls this weekend, mate, or was it just strictly range reps? No, I did nothing this week. I I kind of lay about on Sunday morning, uh, and then went to the last game, and then had um, cricket Saturday. So nah, no golf for me. What about you? No, pretty much the same, just real quiet weekend for me. I I think I watched every NRL game in full, watched a, watched a bit of the match play, probably not as much as I, I would have liked. I caught I caught the caught the good stuff though. So yeah, no, pretty pretty quiet weekend on, on my front over here in lovely Sydney, which is starting to cool down a little bit, which is really welcoming. Yeah, that's good to hear. It definitely it looked tough over there. Anything over thirty five is just proper uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like it's like you're breathing in fire when you're when you're out and and about. It's just there's something about the humid air that just it, it really it really chokes you up. But mate, we'll, without further ado, we'll we'll get straight into the week of golf. Yeah, like we said before, the match play a great a great change from just stroke play event after stroke play event. Sam Burns absolutely torching Cameron Young in the in the championship match, but on the whole, who who surprised you and and were you were you comfortable with what you saw in Rory and Foxy and Scotty Scheffler's game leading into the Masters? Yeah, geez, you've thrown a lot at me there without notice. But uh, I think, yeah, just to start with Sam Burns, he's had a he's had a funny kind of year. He he played great last year, um, played in the Presidents Cup, and then 
just started off quite poor. He he mentioned after it that he'd been struggling with his golf swing. He missed the cut at Riv. He missed the cut at Bay Hill. And then T35 at the players. And then kind of found something last week. And then obviously played brilliantly this week. And then it was a bit of a shame that the final ended that way. Uh, being 6-5 and five was a bit of a bludger of a match. But you yes. can't really, you can't complain. Yeah, it was it, like you said. It was it was one way traffic <laughs> in that final match. Uh, Cameron Young was really good up until then, but yeah, just just couldn't, couldn't get up for the, the the final hurdle. But well, everyone he's an unbelievable thought, player, isn't he? Oh yeah, jeez, he, he he hits it a long way, and he yeah, he, like you said, he's a, he's a he is a gun player, and I don't think he'll win too far away for. For him, mm. he's a he's a proper golfer. He's just got that effortless power where it looks like his tempo is pretty smooth and just absolutely gets after it. It was two guys that I didn't didn't think would be playing in that championship match. To be fair, I thought I thought that championship match would be the consolation match, which is, geez, that's that must that have been a tough match for Rory and Scotty to get up for, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? It reminded me of when you're playing cricket and you're young and you roll a team for 50 and chase it in, in five overs and then they, they ask if you want to play a T20 afterwards and you're just like, oh, fuck this. But you get forced to by the coach. That's exactly what I thought of when I was... Oh, that's a great, an- a great analogy, actually. I I was impressed with, with Foxy's start. Two and one, just... Pretty solid stuff at his first appearance at the match play. Playing again this week at the Texas Open, which will which will be a, a course that probably fits his game a little bit. Yeah, and it seems like in a weaker field, so I think it's pretty likely that he'll be in the mix here, I'd say, at least in the top 20. But again, I think even when he talks now, you can tell he's just got a little bit of more confidence about him. He's not... He's not bagging himself like he used to as much. He really believes he can be there, and of course he can. He's he's a top thirty player in the world. Yeah, he 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 knows he belongs really, and that's where he needs to be playing. Good like, to see him get some coverage as well. He was on the PGA Tour socials a fair bit with them fishing. Yeah, fishing. <laughs> Caught a bass out in the <laughs> off the. <laughs> off one of the fairways which was pretty pretty chat but hey <laughs> at least yeah hopefully some some people outside in New Zealand start getting around them yeah that'd be cool for sure what do we think about Rory obviously a few changes shorter driver and the Scotty in the bag what do you reckon well the Scotty turned up this week and so did the driver so it's obviously worked that's Geez, he's a scary prospect now. I, I'm really, I'm really starting to be ready to ride this train. I, I'm fully opening myself up to get my heart broken. I, but I, I believe this, this time, this time's the time. Nice, I like that. That shot he hit to be, put away Denny McCarthy into eighteen was just grotesque. Like. Yeah. No one else in the world could hit that shot. But, yeah, I tend to agree. He's just starting to round into form. 
And, man, I, I'm the same. After the Open, I said to myself, you're not going to kind of give yourself the chance to get that sort of emotional trauma again. But I'll be diving in two feet first again. But, uh, sorry, head first. Um, but, yeah, it's, the only thing I reckon that I, I do feel for Rory, not feel for him, but when he rolls into the Masters, there is no one with anywhere near the same pressure externally and internally as he has. Yeah, but just from that kind of the outside looking at, and the, the he doesn't seem like he's put as much pressure on himself this year as kind of previous years. I think he's heading in with a more, well, he'll be confident whenever he heads into a major, but just a bit more of a quiet confidence about him. Looks, just looks really, really good. I was just convinced this week. I Like, yeah, that game, he kind of threw it away against Cameron Young, but Mm. apart from that, like, it was a pretty flawless week. Absolutely. And 18, like, he missed his drive a bit, right, but he did get a tough break there. If he got a decent lie, I think he probably makes it up and down. And, yeah. you know, he, who knows? But, yeah, good signs. It's good to see. Is there anyone, anyone else you want to mention? Just that, uh, yeah, just tough kind of scenes for, for Ram this week. I don't think we need to read into it too much, but just mm. doesn't look himself. Got got tipped up by Ricky Fowler, which you'd love to see Ricky burying a big name. But, yeah, just... I d- yeah, just err on the side of caution with John Rahm. I think he's, yeah, his game's just not quite where it was four or five weeks ago. Yeah, that's a fair take. The thing the thing about it is maybe, maybe those wins just kind of banked up and took a little bit of gas out of the tank and he can just clear up and get ready for Augusta. He didn't have to play seven rounds of golf this weekend. That must be incredibly <sighs> tough. Yeah. Like, You've got to run out of steam a bit, surely. Yeah, like when when we play 36 on the last day of the Hillary, it's always a, a tough ask. But we probably aren't going through the same recovery regimes on the Saturday night that, that, that these guys are, though. So Yeah, we also don't think about our shots like they do to burn the mental energy, though. Yeah, it's a real stand-up also... and, and load affair, but yeah. Do you like the format early doors? Like, what, do you match think play? Well, do you sorry? Do you think there's too many in the field? Do you think it takes too long to get to like the the kind of juicy part? Yeah, it probably does. But I just I just don't think they can do it the way they used to do it because you're just gonna guys just aren't gonna come. Like mm. if they there's a threat of them getting knocked out after one round, like. I think this is the only logistical way to get the best players playing match play. But yeah. you could also you could cut cut it down and and play the same format. But yeah, it's, yeah, I, I guess I thought it was the good. guarantee of three days. A eh, is probably is is a good thing because if you get bundled out first round, that's just a pain. No one wants to do that. So I wouldn't mind if they just 
cut the field slightly to just do away with that top 16. You just go straight out of your pool into quarterfinals. I think that would be better. It's only cutting yeah. one round out, but I just, I don't know. I think the quicker they can get to knock out, the better. Yeah, that's a fair take. And obviously not on the calendar next year, which is disappointing. But how would you look to incorporate match play in 2025, I know there's a lot of takes kind of thrown out about doing something at the end of the year with the Tour Championship, but I'd be interested to see if, if you had any ideas off the top of your head on on how you'd incorporate it. I've always said, and geez, it sounds a little bit like Live Golf, but have like an IPL sort of scenario, have an auction be a good way to pay the top players and have some teams and they just play for two weeks. I don't know. It's I don't know exactly how you'd do it, but I just think it would be, it'd be a great way to put money in the, the top dogs' pockets, but also could be quite entertaining. Hey, cheers, Einstein. You've just rattled off the business model of Live Golf, but I know what you mean. But Live, the thing about Live, I don't, team golf being stroke plays shit in my opinion. I feel like yeah. it's got to be match play. No, I would definitely agree on that. I think I would just pick an unbelievable venue that doesn't get all the top guys there every year. Like, a, for example, a Pebble Beach and play the match, play a designated event match play there in, in 2025. I think... I think once is enough for match play a year, I think. So Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think I hope they add it to twenty twenty five. I really do. Because I as you say, there's gotta be it's gotta be somewhere in the calendar that they have a match play component. Yeah, and this this event's got such great history as well. Like it's it's quite a cool event. There's quite a lot of really co-archives and and highlights it'll be it'll be a shame that if that is all that it remained on last week's pod ac and i named our kind of our own final stretcher holes like the snake pit and the bear trap but we thought name our 18 holes so our best 18 holes in the in the country but the first hole has to be the first hole at this course and second, second and vice versa. You can only use the same course twice. So we've done 16, 17, 18, which ACs was called Car Crash Corner and mine was called Ejector Seat Alley. But we'll swing straight back to the start and kick off with our, our opening three holes. AC, do you want to give me... Your first. Yep. My first is the first at Shirley. Quite a, it's not, there's nothing overly exciting about it, but it's just, I think it's a good opening hole. It's tricky enough, but not, not a real ball buster. So I think it's got a love, it's got a shared green, which is quite cool. Tricky green complex and little dog leg, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic hole. Can't blow it <laughs> huge left like like I did because you you're not you're not finding your seed, but 
it's a it's a great hole. Plenty of options off the tee too. So good good choice. I've gone for the first at Titarangi. Uh short par four, pretty straight up and down. But the the OB right when you you're fresh on the course is always nerve wracking and and bunkers short. But I I don't know. I, I just I really like that hole as a starting hole. It, it's a way you can really start your round with a bit of a bang. You can have a crack at the green or you can you can just nurse a five iron down there and and hopefully avoid the avoid the traps and and have a wedge on. A little bit of a tricky green and yeah, I I think it's a it's a perfect way to start my my eighteen. Yeah, you just you like a nice generous start. Just just work your way into your round. Well yeah, I I don't don't want my balls busted on the on the first tee. I just just let me ease into it and then and then hit me with some of the best stuff because you know you know you're not picking up shots round round ejector seat alley. You need you need to just stay <laughs> keep your head above the water when you when you get to there. So yeah, I'm having to give myself a a chance to make a number. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll, so my second, I've gone for the second at Royal Wellington. It's a par five. So we start with the par four at Shirley, um, and it's a dog leg left. It's a lovely hole. It's just got some lovely trees along each side and a nice green complex. So I thought it'd be a good change up as well because it's a dog leg left. So you've got a you've got a little fade off the first and then a little draw off the second if you want to be if you want to be kind of finicky about it. Yeah, nice. That that is a that is a nice hole. I, that was in the in the semi-finals for mine. Uh, I'm going to go to a bit of a different golf course. One of our home golf courses, AC. We're going to go to St Andrews and, and we're going to play the second there. A, a really good golf hole. Pretty tricky too. Yeah, especially off the tips. It's it's a it's a tough hole for those that haven't been there. It's it's kind of a, it's quite a tight tee shot and like you can't really miss left or or bail out right because there's just, it's pretty tree lined. If you go way, way right, you're, you're on the road, which has been, has been done and they have a big kind of overhanging tree that, that can clip your ball and then you're kind of, you're way back and you're having to normally pull a head cover off a, off a club to try get to the green but yeah it's just a a good hole there's that little dip on the left hand side at about i don't know two 250 that you can get your ball in and if you if you hit a nice drive it can roll down there and then you're kind of your, your next shot's pretty tricky and the green slopes back to front and is normally rock solid so you kind of normally have to play something short and run it up and then if you're long no good and then if you're left again no good and you're a chance of getting a tight lie or you're being if you're really left you're under a tree I, I just think it's a good golf hole a nice test after after being easy into your round at the first at Titarangi yeah nice it's a good backup after the first at Titarangi which to use one of Monty's words quite benign and then <laughs> you just 
you can just get ejected on the second. So I fire away. I'm going the third at Turkey. Uh, great par three. It's got a great a great green site and also a massive tee box as well as a massive green. So it can kind of play from anywhere to a wedge to a four iron. Like for someone like me who doesn't hit it very far, it's it's just allows for a lot of variance. Yeah, I had the I had the same one. So. Yeah, I I think it's a great hole. One of my my favorite holes going around actually. It's like you said it it can play so different day to day. Where you put the flag, where you put the tee. I think it's a yeah, a fantastic golf hole. Yeah, and I think it's a good example of how you can make a hole quite tricky without having to put a whole lot of hazards, water, bunkers around. You can it's just got some kind of rolly a rolly green and then also a tough runoff if you miss it. Absolutely. And you guys feel free to send in your takes when you when you hear this and your suggestions of your what what you'd do for your opening three holes. We'd be we'd be keen to rattle them off on, on next week's pod and we'll just head straight into our playoff holes. The only thing we've got this week is is listener takes. Nothing really the boys haven't really stumbled across anything to tee off on or any tough scenes, so we just we asked the the listeners over the over the weekend any decent sprays you've copped on the on the golf course. AC, should we start start off by talking about a couple that we've encountered, and then we'll rip off the rip into the the listener takes. Okay, sounds good. Do do you want to fire away? Uh, yeah, I've I've had a handful. Um, not many of them <laughs> war- warranted, but uh, one was at St Andrews. I actually think I told this the other day. Uh, I was yeah at well, I've, I've already said the golf course St Andrews at when it was my my home course, and I was at the time I was working a, a manual labour job, so I had um steel cap boots when I arrived to the course and honest mistake I I just hadn't bought my, my a change of shoes so it was either just walk around in my John Balls or just it was the middle of summer so I was like oh I was just playing bare feet it's nine holes it's six it's about six o'clock at night no one's gonna say anything and then for those of you that haven't played played there the fifth hole is a pretty yeah, straight up and down par four, but if you miss left, you go back down onto the onto the fourth, which is a par five that runs along the river. And I did that. It's not a terrible miss, is it? I say it's it's all good down there. So yeah. I just went went down and was playing it, and hit a nice nice wedge just to about uh, ten feet. It was a good shot, and then I was running off to grab my divot to put it back, and this old bloke is just sped up beside me in a golf cart and just proceeded to dress me down about you are a disgrace you're not a member here you've walked in off the river off the river walking track and i was like oh no man i'm i'm a member here like he's like put some shoes on and i was like oh mate like it's it's summer i, I just forgot my shoes like calm down he's like show me your membership and then at this point i was like mate come on 
but I did it anyway because I was like, I wasn't very old. I was a bit rattled. <laughs> just <laughs> caught this this massive spray and went up and shoved my my birdie part way past and oh, I was just I was just so rattled. But yeah, that was that I was one hearing of, that and, shit. Yeah, like fuck, like I wasn't hurting anyone, was I? Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. Have you got any? Yeah, I've got plenty as well. The a couple that spring to mind is yeah, at St Andrews. I copped it for. I went. I went after work one day. It would have been like oh six thirty seven o'clock, and I was like, I'll, I'll play five or six holes, and I. I didn't have a golf shirt in my car, so I just wore a t-shirt and just got roasted for it. And I was, I just, it's not hurting anyone. It's it's not like you're in a club day. I just thought it was over the top and I kind of just copped it. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to bother arguing. But yeah, that one annoyed me. And then the second one was, there was this time, there was this time, I would have been about 12, and I was playing in a clubby's, like, knockout match play tournament, and I was, I got there, I think this was back in the day when you, I didn't have a car, I didn't have my license, might have had my learners, and so mum's dropped me off and really early because she had to get to work, and so I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to play down, use, like, the, a fairway, as a range and so I just hit like 20 balls and this guy just came and sprayed me for warming up on the course and man I was so rattled like I think you're not allowed to do it but it was just it was just harmless what I was doing I wasn't hitting them on the greens or testing the greens or anything (laughs) do you want to talk the listeners through uh there's a a vintage story of of podcast friend Monty plonking one onto a green at at one of our, our local courses and just absolutely receiving both barrels. Yeah, see this one, I it was a spray all right, but it was more warranted because there was a drivable <laughs> yeah. par four and Monty's a, he's a big hitter and he'd been spraying it all day and miscuing it and he made the mistake which we've all done of just going, okay, I'm not going to hit this on the green and just proceeds to just flush one and fly it, fly it on. Probably was like 10 feet from the pin and just Monty went up and said, ran up and said, sorry. And they're like, you knew exactly what the F you were doing. Why the F did, <laughs> did you hit? And Monty was like, kept saying sorry, but he didn't really have an argument to that because he 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 could always get it there if he did catch it. So yeah, I, I don't remember heaps of the extra details, but I do remember those two lines. We didn't say whether it had had to be warranted or not. If you if you deserved the spray even better. Mm, yeah, that's true. Okay, we'll, we'll just rip into our, our listener ones. Uh this one from Tiger. Head greenkeeper at my local course all lit me on fire for teeing it up to head over him while he, while he was mowing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, he, he potentially has a case, but mm. yeah, but 
You're right. It, we, what does hostility get you? Is, that's what I want. Yeah, I think the relationship between a greenkeeper is quite odd too. It's like there's got to be that mutual respect because it's kind of the course is like the baby, their babies for some of those greenkeepers, but then also the members pay their wages. So it's a bit, it's one of those ones where it's a bit of give and take. If I'm not mistaken, AC, you've you've had a recent run-in with the same greenkeeper. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh, this was this was one of the all-time sprays. I've never I've never felt so rattled from someone just absolutely tearing tearing me to pieces. Lighting on lighting on fire is probably an understatement but so i was so i was at the back of the range because the front was um closed and so i was just hitting balls and at the end of my session i was like i picked up all my balls and was walking past the 18th green i thought i'll just chip five or six from about 30 out because i struggled with that um on on the weekend i'd played and there was no one there. It was um it was very quiet and so I've chipped these five balls and picked them up, repaired all my pitch marks, start walking towards the car, and this greenskeeper just absolutely gave it to me. He's like, using my course as an effing driving range. And I was like, nah, I just chipped a few balls on. Um I'm sorry, mate, I did repair my pitch marks, so you don't have to worry about anything. He's like, I'll make sure you'll never you never play this course again. I'll, I'm going to tell the general manager, and I kind of, rightly or wrongly, just rolled my eyes because I was like, yeah, that argument's not going to stand up for a guy using a golf course. And <laughs> oh, it was. He said it again that he would make sure I'd never play this course again. And then I was like, oh, sorry, mate. And he's like, nah, my name's effing whatever. I can't remember. I'm not going to say his name because it could give it away. <laughs> But but it was just, I was shaking. And then afterwards, I just, you know how like if you're on the end of a spray, you just think of all these things you could have said to like come back at them. Yeah. But I, yeah. Yeah, that's And then to make things worse, yeah. And then to make things worse, he was like, um, I, I better not have to wait for you when I shut the gate um, or or you'll be locked in here. So I like quickly got in my car and he was there waiting at the gate, but it was actually my sister's car because my car was getting fixed. And I was, a, he only, it was one of those ones that's like the two doors, but it was like quite tight and I didn't want to take it on in my sister's car because I don't really know where the car is. He's like, where the fuck did you get your, your license as well? So I just, I just thought, oh, <laughs> that's such a good spray. That is that's hilarious. Oh, so it just it didn't end. And yeah, I just hope I never see that guy again, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. We had a couple more, but I think we're gonna just finish on that. It's it doesn't it doesn't really get topped like topped. Oh, that's sensational. Got your driving got personally attacked after just <laughs> pitching a couple onto the onto the D floor. <laughs> well, AC, 
we'll, we'll wrap it up there, mate. Appreciate your time as always, and and thanks, guys, for for tuning in. Next week we got a, a special Masters preview pod that'll replace the the weekly pod. So make sure you you keep your ears dialed and and tune into some of the dribble, the tips, and 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 what we're gonna be looking forward to most, and what's on the menu on our champions dinner. So AC, appreciate your time, and cheers for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next week. Cheers, mate. Looking forward to it next week. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home.